0: And welcome to the Christian Formation Podcast. I'm Raven, and I'm here with Andrew, one of our pastors at Providence Church. The goal of this podcast is to form disciples to live all of life with the presence of God. And we do this through conversations about theology, culture, and stories. Today, we're discussing spiritual formation. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Christian Formation Podcast. We are back from our summer break.
1: A whole... Four weeks?
0: Four weeks? You five weeks? Five weeks? Maybe I don't know. five weeks. I don't know. You had a longer break than I did.
1: I do because I don't do any editing or post. What do you call it? Post. Production. Production. But isn't editing and stuff post, part of the production? Post yeah, recording. You just I call guess. It, in posts, like I all just it in post. I basically just sit here and record and that's all I do and then I'm done. So I've been done recording episodes for a while. You had to edit them and put them out so. that
0: is true but andrew graciously yeah. allowed us to start back up kind of in the middle of august so that i would have a longer break
1: which is great i don't think too many people were just dying to hear from us i
0: don't there. know i got some shade from a couple of people and so i was like oh That's no surprising. but i'm kind of glad because people it just hear your like thoughts. it my thoughts yeah Whatever.
1: <laughs> they want to hear your insight into well, it used to be just books of the Bible, but I know we're, we're shifting changing
0: again. it. It's kind of exciting. You guys, we are kind of moving back to our model beforehand. So before we were going through the Bible, we did the Old Testament and then the New Testament. This semester, I guess is what you could call it.
1: Or is each season a, like does August through December, Mm -hmm. is that one of our seasons? It'd be like your
0: traditional school season or school semester, school season. (laughs) You guys know what I mean. But for this semester, for this season, we are going to talk about spiritual formation or spiritual disciplines.
1: Well, not really spiritual disciplines, Wait, are what? we?
0: Isn't it kind of? Well, yeah. I, I mean, mean, they're kind of the
1: same. Yeah. What, what is spiritual formation?
0: Spiritual formation? Me- well, it's a good question because we're called the Christian Formation Podcast. So, if you're thinking there's a tie there, there is. Wow. Way to go!
1: I know. Um, so, if someone doesn't know what the tie is, tell them. What okay. Is okay. The formation.
0: Perfect. So, we would say at Providence to be formed means to essentially be shaped into Christ's likeness. And the things that we do every day form us, they shape us, they mold us. And so spiritual formation is basically talking about doing things or understanding more about Christ in order to be formed and look more like Him.
1: So when we call our podcast the Christian Formation Podcast, what does that actually mean? Like what are we going for as a podcast with that word formation?
0: Yeah. So when we say Christian formation, essentially what we're saying is that we are attempting to form the Christian or shape the Christian in order to look more like Christ through listening to these discussions.
1: How does that happen? How does listening to one of our Mm -hmm. silly episodes help form somebody?
0: That's a great question. How does working out help form your body?
1: Uh, by the exercise and the well, I don't know what are you I don't know what are you saying with that?
0: This is crazy. normally you're doing this to me, but I get to do it to you. okay, but basically when you're forming your body by exercising, you are repeating that action or repeating that discipline over and over in order to achieve a result. And just like our bodies can be physically formed, Our minds can be formed by what we do over and over again.
1: So the goal of us putting these episodes out or somebody listening to this is Mm -hmm. to form us how or like in what way? Yes,
0: good question. So essentially, as you're listening to this episode or any of the episodes You are filling your mind with things that you meditate on. And we'll get into this in the next episode over forming our minds. But essentially, in psychology, thoughts are defined as bits of information that your mind then links together and creates networks of frameworks, opinions, ideas, judgments. And so everything that you are thinking is comprised of all that you've learned. As you're sitting here listening to this episode, as you're reading your Bible, that is then going into your brain, which you'll call upon later. And it will shape and inform what you think about and how you act as well.
1: So we call this the Christian formation. Is there other types of, like is formation Mm -hmm. just a Christian thing or is there like atheistic formation or like, is that a religious thing or, or is formation just a Christian thing?
0: That's a good idea. And maybe you have a better answer to this, but I don't know if it's just a Christian thing. I would assume it isn't. I would say that there are probably other schools of thought or you hear about people talking about meditation and that's a way to form and shape your thoughts or there's cognitive behavioral therapy. And that's a school of thought where therapists are trying to kind of talk you through things to reshape and reform your mindset around negative events. So I think that yes, formation can be used in other places, but I don't know if they call it formation like we do
1: in the church why do we call it formation? Like what do we have either? Is it in the Bible? Do we have, like, why is that a value either for us at the Christian formation podcast or Providence church? Mm-hmm. Like it's a core value of ours. This whole podcast is shaped around that. Where do we see that either in scripture or why is that such an important thing for us?
0: Some of the scriptures that I had looked up or that had come to mind. One of them was second Corinthians three eighteen. It says that, and we all with unveiled faces, beholding the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. Um, in first Thessalonians, it talks about God sanctifying us and just sanctification in general. And so I think the idea of sanctification is to look more like Christ. And so that's being formed. Also, you think about the verse in Romans 12, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind and Proverbs 4:23 keep your heart with all vigilance for from it flows the springs of life. So I feel like there's a lot of places in the Bible that does point to formation.
1: Okay, but two of the verses you just pointed to in 2 Corinthians 3 and Romans 12, mm-hmm. it talks about being transformed. So that means like changing from one thing to the to another, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you are one thing and to be transformed means you are stopping in some sense be that what you are and you're becoming something new is that right mm-hmm, yeah. okay so how does that work then with so we're saying formation and you're talking about like being formed in your thoughts and your heart into who Christ is what he thinks how he feels but how do we make sense of that with this call from the bible to be transformed
0: okay well Maybe this is getting into semantics, so you can tell me no. But in 2 Corinthians 3.18, it says, are being transformed. So like I think of that as in the process of being changed, which I would say formation does the same thing. It's like in the process of being changed.
1: But you're not saying you're going from neutral and becoming something. You're saying the transformation piece is saying you are something and you're becoming something different. Is that right? Because yeah. I think sometimes we could see ourselves point. as kind of like a neutral yes. canvas. And what formation does is it's just starting to think things mm-hmm. or feel things or change some things, but will we'll not even change things, I think, necessarily. But I think with transformation, that idea, because even in Romans 12 that you mentioned, it says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. So is that saying that we all are naturally hmm being formed by something already or are formed into something that what we're talking about with Christian formation or spiritual formation is like putting down or like laying aside that, which you already are and becoming something totally new. Yeah. I've never thought about it that that way. Yeah.
0: Like we're not, this just neutral being that then's picking up other things. It's, we are humans that have, certain predispositions or inclinations and will mm. be formed no matter what
1: because we have been formed right yeah, so like those right? That's predispositions good. and stuff are because of your experiences growing up the things that were said to you your family mm-hmm. your friend group your school system like all those things that happen to you are actually forming you yeah and like what you said of like it's forming how you think forming how you see the world, forming the ways that you feel about mm. certain people or certain situations. So when we talk about Christian formation, because all those things aren't necessarily all evil, Mm-mm. but because we are sinners by nature, when Christ saves us, he makes us new, and then formation is becoming that yeah. self or that person rather than the self that the world is forming. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, but I feel like when you say that, we should be calling it something different, like spiritual transformation, like that we should be changing. Don't you? Like, I feel like
1: the word itself
0: makes you think you're being formed into something else rather than you're like changing. I don't know if that makes sense. I think
1: it is the same. I think formation gets at that. I think the big thing that's important. So part of this mini series, I don't even know if it's a mini series. (laughs) Part of the next handful of episodes that we're doing is all based off of a book from a guy named Dallas Willard. And one of the things that he says on spiritual formation is that everyone is being formed. It's just how you're being formed and are you intentional with that or not? Hmm. So I think that because even all those things in life experiences, you're born just as humans with this design of being in the image of God good and right, but that's been fractured because of sin. So it's been marred. So you're born with this like good beauty because you're in the image of God, but also a fractured beauty because you have a sin nature. And then the rest Mm -hmm. of life is you being formed into either more like the distorted, lost self or more like the image of God beauty. And so I think what Willard would say is our process of formation is not – You're not being formed at all. You're completely neutral. You should start being formed. What he would say is, you are being formed every day. Like Mm. every moment of your day, you're being formed into something. What spiritual formation or Christian formation, what we're trying to do is say, let's be intentional about choosing to be formed in the image of God and in his likeness rather than being formed in the lostness and brokenness of the world. So I think formation still works. I think we just have to remember it that way, that it's not, I'm neutral right now, not being formed by anything. Mm, And so I need some things to start forming me. You actually are being formed. It's just, we need to be intentional on that.
0: Do you think people know that, that they're being formed every day by something, by everything that they do?
1: Maybe you should ask our listeners.
0: Yeah, do you guys think that?
1: (laughs) I (laughs) uh, I think we don't think about that a lot, right? Or would you disagree?
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, me personally, I think about that all the time to where, no, no, so no. I guess
1: maybe we do. <laughs> no.
0: But I think about that because I'm so affected by images that I see on TV, by music that I listen to. And I've always been that way. And I know that to where like, if something is set, I'll remember it. And so I just am really careful about what I listen to. But then also, I think people do know that In a small sense, what they do does have an impact. So like if you are eating junk food all the time, that will probably have an impact on your body at some point. If you are watching a bunch of Spanish telenovelas, like you could pick up maybe some of the Spanish language or um, just different cultural things that maybe you wouldn't have noticed otherwise. But also I think about that book, Atomic Habits, that we talked about way long ago on a different season. And in that book, the author says, hey, whatever you do each day, that is a habit. Even if you think, oh, I just can't make habits. Well, you waking up in the morning and spending two hours on your phone is a habit. Mm -hmm. And it's making a deposit into who you are becoming. So I do think more and more people are catching on, at least, to the identity piece of, yeah, you are what you do, just like you are what you eat.
1: Yeah, I think it probably for sure depends. I bet some people are, some people are not. But part of that is why we do these episodes, to try to help people see that. So I do think when we talk about what spiritual formation is, or the next handful of episodes, we're going to talk about different parts of ourself and how those need to be formed and stuff like that. We'll get into all that. But I do think the first step really is not only understanding what spiritual formation is, but also understanding that you are being formed every day. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're listening to this, our goal is to try to help you have a more biblical, godly worldview about yourself and the world around you and what you're doing today. If you listen to a different podcast, like that's going to form you in whatever their goal is, and that's putting thoughts into your mind. As you have an experience tonight with your roommate or your spouse or your coworker, that in some way will form you. The words that are said, the emotions that you feel, like that interaction will have a formative effect. And so, Again, this doesn't need to become like an obsessive thing where every little thing like you're conscious of all the time, because this can get like daunting. Or if you said like you think about this a lot, I'm sure you've experienced that where it can get daunting. So that's not the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal is like to be aware of this and be intentional then about a lot of the things that you, we are doing and allowing to form us because we need to be intentional about that stuff.
0: Totally. Totally. Okay, so if we're saying that the things we do in this life form us, they shape us, and spiritual formation is there to help aid us look more like Christ, what is spiritual formation primarily targeting? Is it just your thoughts? Is it just your feelings? Is it just your heart and your soul? Is it more than that?
1: That is a great question that we will look to answer over the next few weeks. Okay, so honestly, though, So that is one of the misconceptions I think that I have had, and I know we talked about this a little bit, so maybe you would say this too, of when I think about formation from a Christian standpoint, I do often only think about my soul or maybe my heart. That's kind of primarily for me is thinking, how do I either love God more or maybe experience God's love more? And what are the spiritual disciplines that I need to do to help my heart get into the right spot? Now, I don't think that's accurate anymore primarily because of this book that I just read but would you say the same thing or do you feel like you had a more full understanding of formation
0: yeah I just think of formation probably still I just think of it as your heart and your soul I don't think about it as and your thoughts I guess but I don't think about it as like my physical body or
1: yeah so one of the challenging things about this book that Dallas Willard wrote which is called the renovation of the heart and it's he is kind of a guru on spiritual formation stuff. That's kind of his main thing. A lot of his work in academics or just in ministry stuff has been built around formation. And so he's great on it. And one of his core books that he wrote on it was called The Renovation of the Heart. And the whole purpose of the book is how do we change? How do we like grow into Christ-likeness? Mm-hmm. And he says that there are six... Parts of our self, and that all six of those need to be formed, which was an interesting concept for me. It was far more robust than what I've ever considered formation to be, which is just read my Bible so I know kind of what God has done for me, what I should do in response to that, and try to spiritually be healthy. I think that's yeah. functionally what I had mostly thought. But he has six different parts of ourself, which he says are all essential in our formation process as Christians.
0: And these are all things that we will touch on over the next couple of weeks, which I'm really looking forward to because, yeah, I would have never thought that there are six different
1: parts. Do you want me to just say all six Mm -hmm. quick? Okay. So he says, when we think about our formation, we need to form our thoughts, our feelings, our will, or like our heart, what we talk about when we say like our, our heart desires things, that, that he calls it our will, our body, our social structures or systems, and then our soul, which he mm-hmm. says encompasses um, kind of the core of who we are. Again, we'll get into all of those, but he says, when you talk about formation from a Christian perspective, it's about thoughts, feelings, will, or desires, body, social sphere, and our soul,
0: hmm, interesting. Yeah, I have so many questions, but we'll have to dive into them when we go through each of them in the upcoming weeks.
1: Okay, so here is one question though that I think is probably worth considering. You read a handful of verses that talk about being transformed, um, you know, beholding the glory of God and being transformed, or the call for us to not be conformed to the world but transformed by the renewal of our minds. We see this call but why is it essential that Christians are formed? Or maybe I should ask, is it Hmm. essential? Like we see that, that we will be transformed or Paul says you should be transformed, but is it essential? And if so, why?
0: Okay, so off the top of my head, I just immediately think, one, yes, it's essential because we're told to be shaped and formed by God's word throughout scripture. I mean, even in the Psalms, it talks about meditating on his word day and night. And two, I think that if we're already being formed, no matter what, then it is essential. Because like you were saying earlier, you can go one way and kind of look like the world or the brokenness around you, or you can look more like Christ. 1 Thessalonians 5, it talks about that the God of peace will sanctify us completely such that our whole spirit, soul and body will be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So yes, it's true that God keeps us and he will sanctify us. But we also see in scripture over and over again, that we are called to allow our minds to be renewed, to abstain from sexual immorality, basically to focus on what is pure, what is lovely. I think that's in Philippians and to think on those things. And so I do think it's imperative and it's important because if we want to be Christ's disciples, well, to be a disciple really does mean to live a life modeling the way that he lived and essentially intaking what he intook so that we can then look like him and be imitators of him. And so I think it is imperative in the Christian life
1: to do that. So you're saying in order to be a disciple, which is not just kind of mentally saying, I follow Jesus. But actually, you said like looking like him, right? Yeah. Or Willard it uses the word apprentice. So a disciple is essentially someone who, in that time, they would choose a rabbi who they would want to learn from, mm-hmm. follow, become like, think like, and then they would go out and teach and lead in a similar way. So Willard uses the term apprentice because that's more of our language. We don't really use disciple that often. But if you think of an apprentice somewhere, um, that's somebody who is apprenticing under someone. So they're there to learn, to experience, to catch you know, things from this person, and then they're gonna go and do something similar. So you're saying if we want to be a disciple of Jesus, which is what we, I think we're all called to as a follower, you're a disciple, that means that this is essential to become like him. And if you don't, what it, What do you miss or what are you losing on? If someone's listening to this and they're like, yeah, but that seems kind of like a lot of work, a lot of thought, a lot of intentionality. If we don't actually be formed into his likeness, what is someone missing?
0: It makes me think of John 15 where it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you abide in me, you will bear much fruit. And I think If we are choosing not to abide in Christ, not to be formed by the word, by other Christians in community, then I think we run the risk of not bearing fruit and also maybe not even confirming that our election is true. Like, I just think that it. it makes me think about the parable of the seeds and how some sprout, but then they get choked out by the desires of this world. I just think that this is a means by which Christ keeps us not saying that we can lose our salvation, but I think it's way more complex than we think. And I don't think I have a good solid, transparent answer. I just think that there's enough in the Bible at play to make me think that if we aren't, fully wanting or desiring to be formed by God well then is he even really lord of our lives Mm -hmm. and if he is are we running the risk of being swept up in the culture and missing out on the fruit and the joy of actually being connected to the vine
1: yeah and i do think that if we kind of punt on spiritual formation and we don't really think it's that important i do think we reveal that we might be missing what salvation actually is all about and what Christ has done. Because just like I would say, I had kind of a stunted view of spiritual formation. That was probably in correlation to also thinking that Jesus came, died to forgive me of my sins, make me right with God so that one day I go to heaven and not hell. Rather than God is building a kingdom of his people to flourish and live as a community of love and joy and generosity and flourishing and all this stuff. And that Christ by his death and resurrection does forgive us and gives us access into the kingdom, causes us to be born again, but then to also live in that kingdom as a new person of love and joy and generosity and care and all that stuff. And so I do think probably our maybe short-sighted view or a shallow view of formation might also correlate with a shallow view of what Jesus is actually doing, that he's not just our savior, but like you said, he's our Lord, he's the king of a kingdom. And it's not like an oppressive king or like, you got to follow these rules. He's actually inviting you back into what life was meant to be. So our spiritual formation, it seems like is just trying to, whether it's through spiritual disciplines or whatever, trying to allow our hearts to be shaped into a kingdom citizen rather than just a worldly citizen that's still a part of the lost and broken nature of a fallen world. And uh, I think once we see that, that Christ is after your whole transformation of everything about you, your heart, your mind, your body, your lifestyle, that everything should be different, it makes this process of formation imperative then because that's what Christ has come to do.
0: Yeah, I think that's good. And If you're sitting there and you're thinking this and you're going, well, I don't do a great job of forming my body or forming my mind or forming in this way or that way. like It's not something that you're going to have perfect overnight. And I think that this is a process, but hopefully in the next coming weeks, it allows you to actually think deeply about those things and maybe make little changes that can lead to big changes and ultimately a better understanding of what it looks like to walk hand in hand with Christ for all of life, not just certain parts of it. Thank you for joining us today. The goal of the Christian Formation podcast is to live all of life with the presence of God. And we do this through conversations about theology, culture, and stories. Please like this, rate it, review it, share it so that it can get out to more people. If you have any questions, email us at at org. We'll see you next week.